what the fuck is this? I just I don't want to play this game happened? anymore. No, why do I don't we want to do play this, this game? He said. Where's... <laughs> Broadcasting live from a Chinese-made microphone deep within the basement of NORAD. I'm Jamal with a full crew tonight. How's everyone doing? Yeah, uh, that was yourself. so long. Excellent. Was it? it was Poppy D into his hands. What up? <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi. The big D is there. Snuck it in. I heard it though, so it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get it in every time. Somewhere. No, no, I'll edit it out. It's the only time I'll leave it in. This is the only time I'll leave it in, and then I'll edit it out from here on out. (laughs) Only if you catch it. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. If I catch it, yeah. Uh, How's How's, everyone doing? How's my gain? Am I gamey? You know what? I am tired of your attitude. Last week, you waited till like half the show to say, turn up your gain. (laughs) Well, it wasn't that bad. It was just giving you a little help. Yeah, as you as the night progressed, you your balls uh, evidently fucking shrank <laughs> up further into your scrotum. And I was just trying to help you out, but you know, it'd be a some medical moment. condition, and you should feel bad, <laughs> Doctor Dave. Uh, we should have him research that. <laughs> sure, there's a today's Doctor Dave is Wes's testicles. <laughs> <laughs> Just 15 minutes on (laughs) questions with Dr. Dave. (laughs) Dr. Dave does want to do a question segment and uh, and put it on Patreon with us. Yeah, I think so. Like, have him on the show and, uh, I don't know, we'll ask the fans and then I'll just tell him that no one wants to listen to him. (laughs) Break break him down first before he comes on. (laughs) Uh, we We got some topicals today, gentlemen. Been a crazy week. Been a crazy, well, crazy two weeks, but we won't talk about that, will we, Monty? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> I need to strap down nice and tight for today's episode. I heard well, that was a great that. episode on Men in Black. Learned so much. Mm. Um, but it's okay. We still love Monty. Uh, no, I wait, we, I didn't get that memo. Fuck. What memo? Oh, that we love Monty still? Oh, oh yeah, we're back. We're back to loving Monty. Uh, love you, Monty. But he's on. I he's, appreciate it. It's conditional love. Don't mistake it. <laughs> Depends on how dumb I am for the day. <laughs> you totally redeem yourself. I mean, anybody that does server work on a Friday is an idiot. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I learned that my first week as a sys admin when I locked everyone out Ooh. on a Friday. Oh, that's Ooh. yeah. Nope. It's a bad day. Yeah, and what happened? Tell anybody till like eight at night. What happened? <laughs> Explain it. Explain I, it to people know. who aren't techies. <laughs> Nobody can log in to do anything they need to do. There's no communication be- between you sitting at the computer and the server network itself. And Wes, you did that the first day, uh, the first week. Oh, okay. I think it was like Fair. the second or third day. Oh, it's a bad day. 
Yeah, it's a bad day. One day, I was uh, I was hooking up uh, power back up to a house after we'd moved a panel, just temp power, you know, so we could work with something. And I forgot to hook up the neutral, and I fried all the electronics in the house. Yes. Wow. How much did that cost you? <laughs> um. Well, you know, well, whatever my annual salary at that company would have been. <laughs> Damn, all three hundred bucks. Said, uh, you are fired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is today your first day? Uh, it's your last day, that's for sure. <laughs> when I was in college, I worked at an Acura dealership, uh, washing cars and stuff like that. And one of the other lot techs decided to put a $65,000 Acura up on those, like, the stage things where that's just two rails without help. And it fell oh, and oh, it no. broke. <gasps> and he had to pay it off. Oh. No way. Yeah. Did he pay it off? Yeah, yeah, he worked there for a while, and they just <laughs> took money out. Oh, my God. Did they get to keep the car? What? No. What? They got sent back that. to the deal. It was like a brand new Acura. You, oh, you, if I'm paying for it, I'm Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm sure Colorado <laughs> Labor would back that one up. Probably. Guys, um, Iowa wrestler. This is first topical. I have to do it since, uh, you know, I'm a huge Hawkeye fan. And we got to talk about this kid, Spencer Lee. Have you guys heard about this? Uh, I know all of you are avid wrestler fans, aren't you? <laughs> totally. <laughs> all into it. It's a it's a uh, Midwest cult thing. We love our wrestling. Love grappling around. Uh, and Iowa's pretty fucking damn good at it. And this kid, Spencer Lee, wins his third national title on two torn ACLs. How torn are what? these ACLs? And when asked... First of all, don't diminish what this kid did. Well, no, even a little, <laughs> I, I, even a little terror is bad though. I'm yeah. pretty sure he had no ACL. They had to just like pump him full of painkillers or what? Yeah, he said. I mean, eight days ago, I assume he's from Southern Iowa. I'm not for sure. Uh, he says, uh, eight days ago, I tore my ACL in my other knee. I'm wrestling with no ACLs, Lee said on ESPN after the win. Whatever, man. I didn't want to tell anyone because fuck excuses. Excuses are for wusses. <laughs> <laughs> like he did say wusses I did see that interview <laughs> They're for wusses I'm like why don't you just say pussy You already said the other word Because <laughs> he wants to get some pusses You know what would make this article even more badass hmm. If Iowa was an awesome state <laughs> wow. wow You know what We have Iowa listeners that love this show Right. I'm convinced Iowa doesn't even exist. I <laughs> know. Sometimes no, I think it's up north by like Minnesota. Sometimes I think it's down by Oklahoma. My wife's from Iowa. Oh, oh. state. So is mine. I couldn't tell you where Iowa is on a map, though. My wife's from Iowa. She loves Iowa. You've never been there? I've been there. I've been there. I do not know where it is on the map. Four times. I couldn't tell you. Couldn't I? It's Middle Earth somewhere. Love. Wow. <laughs> I'm actually going to Iowa this this fall, probably. Really. Yeah, I think I'm going to a wedding out there. Where at? I have no clue. Do I, do, I can't tell you where Iowa is. How could I tell you like where in Iowa? I thought, I thought maybe that was leading into a good joke or something. <laughs> I mean, the fact that I'm going to Iowa is a joke in itself. <laughs> Damn it. You know, I, I do not approve. All right. Spencer, Spencer Lee, goddamn national state hero for sure. They'll make they'll they'll name stadiums after this kid. So we were talking about how great it is. I can take my California money over there to Iowa, right? And for $8, I can get a double Jack and Coke, not the house whiskey. I can get double Jack and Coke. So I can give the bartender like 100 bucks, 
and I'm good for the night. Yeah. Like I don't have to worry about it. I'm 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 golden. And yeah, then we led that into what we're with drinking the, tonight. Yeah, the little little cafes, you know, there you can get like a steak dinner for like ten dollars. You know why those areas stay that way? Is because mm. they don't allow Californians to move there. <sighs> That's why. <laughs> Go in there and start voting for all the yeah, things that fuck say, up their ah, state in the first place. Man. Like, hey, they don't have the same laws that we do. Let's start changing the whole state. <laughs> oh, this sucks. I'm moving to Texas now. Yeah. <laughs> Watch Texas turn blue. Yeah, Austin's getting pretty. Oh, no politics. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. No, uh, no politics talk. Speaking of politics, uh, Devin, I don't have this in the show notes, but uh, you had this art because you sent me a crappy link. Uh, I sent, then I got you a good link. Yeah. Well, I'll put it in post edit. But uh, this is a story, uh, a, a great little church story down south. Priest, two dominatrix, slapped with <laughs> vandalism charges after having a threesome on the altar of the church. Amen. <laughs> I hope you paid Hell good God. money because they're, they're good looking women. A former Louisiana priest and two dominatrix were slapped with vandalism charges for having sex atop a church altar in September of last year, hmm. the report said. Travis Clark, 37, and two women were initially charged by police with obscenity following the alleged tryst. The alleged. Last September in St. Peter's and Paul Catholic Church. Wow, it's a Catholic priest. <laughs> Shocker. I thought he was just some hey, reverend. At least it's not boys, you know? Wow. That's true. I don't know. They, you know what the difference between. Like sh- you know what? what the difference between Michael Jackson and a priest is? Oh, here we go. Oh, no. Allegedly. <laughs> Uh, Michael Jackson doesn't come on a boy's face till he's 13. Oh, my right. God. Why you say it? <laughs> no, it's I can't it. put that no, on the I show. I can't put that. What? Okay. I'll do this one instead. <laughs> you know the difference between a priest and a zit is? What? A zit. A z- fuck. A zit doesn't show up on a kid's face until he's 13. Oh my god! Come I think on the space. first one better. The first one was better. <laughs> <Not> edit it. <laughs> edit that. It's so like knock knock. Okay, you. they weren't just. <laughs> they weren't that just was like really bad, like all the way around. It was, like yeah. Fail, like damn it. Yeah, no. Okay. I combined two jokes because no, the normal joke is what's the difference between Michael Jackson and a zit, or like what's the difference between a priest and a zit. And people say what, and it's like a zit doesn't come on a boy's face till he's thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> That's one good. Right. The first one was way better. Yeah. Uh, no, sex it's, it's toys. Like they should have burst in flames when they walked into the church, though. My favorite part of this article isn't the fact that he's having a threesome on the altar. Right. It's that they, the church decided they're going to burn the altar. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. And then they had it consecrated. Sex toys and stage lights were recovered at the scene by police along with recording devices. So they, what is with this they, girl's they, eyebrows? They were filming. She doesn't care. That's exactly what it looks like. Mm. like she's like, no, she doesn't. And you know what they say they about can... girls with blue, ha- blue hair? <laughs> what is that? You don't know what they say about girls with blue hair? No, I know what they say about girls that eat at Chili's, but not blue oh, hair. Have a threesome with you in the church <laughs> for a small amount. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could tell they were wearing lingerie and shit because they're wearing prison outfits mm-hmm. and their bunch shots. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you got to wear something else, lady. I like how one has eyebrows, like over exaggerated <laughs> eyebrows, and the other one just has nothing. Like there's nothing there; it's a shadow. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> the women told the cops at the time that they were 
at the church to film a role play with the priest. Cops determined everything that went on that night was consensual, but initially arrested the trio on the obscenity charges because they were in view of the public. Yeah, someone went by and saw him through a window, and that's how they reported him. <laughs> what kind of church doesn't have those fancy stained glass windows, though? Those mosaic windows, you know? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. A Catholic church. Just going to my priest to talk about my sex addiction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going what? to get my confession. The priest gave his confession to these women all over him. My bed. <laughs> Mindy Dixon is 41, and the other girl is 28. Strong 41. Oh, ben Ross. That is a pretty good 41. I can't tell which one's which. Uh, just yeah. I'd have to say, you know, Ursula, uh, not Ursula. Which one? Ursula. Is? She does sort of look like Ursula, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. She'd be pushing. One, Mandy right. Dixon's the one on the right. So which one's that? Yep, the 41 year old's on the right. Oh well. Wow. The fact that you said you can't tell which one's forty-one year old says a lot about the twenty-eight year old. <laughs> or does it say a lot about the forty-one year old? <laughs> oh, that's a good way to look, look at, at her bangs. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's gonna take a while for those to grow up. She got a hard ninety right there where her bangs meet the rest of her hair. Uh, this guy looks like someone that would do this, though. Like this is Louisiana man. <laughs> Come on down here, the altar. I like a porno. Anyway, they're just only up for charges of vandalism. Well, like and they're gonna get dropped anyway, you know. And uh, yeah, I just thought it was an interesting story because they're like, let's do it on the altar. Why not? they had to burn it yeah they burned it and consecrated it did you put the anointing oil on the altar i don't think that's anointing oil well they burned they burned the old altar and a new one was consecrated which is kind of like wow blessed blessed okay not okay uh, I'm miss, not religious, so. Uh, here's, yeah, here's the story. Missing woman found naked inside a Florida storm drain. Wait, I missed my joke. Dang it. <sighs> What's your joke? Don't worry about it. Yeah. Do, do we have to come back to it or just, <laughs> just leave it lie? Uh, What's the joke? What do you call a vegan who's into BDSM? <laughs> Biodegradable. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this this story this woman was lost in there for three weeks yes well that's what i was like i saw this article earlier and i was like man you yeah, know naked florida shocking it's in florida but then as i started to read the article i was like whoa three weeks she'd been missing three weeks three weeks yeah she said she went for like a little swim outside her boyfriend's place and then she saw this tunnel so she just like walked in it and then got lost in the fucking tunnel and my gps doesn't work in there for three weeks yeah she's been reported missing for three weeks she finally found a storm drain and uh figured that as people walked by someone could help her out and then she just called at people to (laughs) yeah she was swimming in a canal that's crazy tunnel yeah yeah, the uh, the boyfriend probably the most peaceful three weeks he's had. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was kind of disappointed, but I wasn't surprised too. By the time you get to the end of the article, she talks about she walked down one tunnel and it led to another tunnel, and she just kept going until she became lost. And she mulled around down there for a couple weeks before she finally saw some light and went to it, and that's where this freaking the storm drain was. And so she started crying for help, and some lady who was sitting in her car. With her windows down, happened to hear her. 
<laughs> but she was like on the verge of dying because she's all dehydrated. She couldn't even like climb up the steps. The rats were starting to swarm. Yeah, that had to be just uh, <laughs> wait for terrible. She, James Franco's going to make a movie out about. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? The crap water she had to drink and the whatever that she was eating scraps and just the woman had several scrapes, was dirty and disheveled. <laughs> really fascinating writing. That's, uh, that's horrible. How old was she? 43. Oh, wow. She couldn't stand on her own. She's very lucky that someone hurt her. The woman wrapped, you know, they wrapped her in a sheet so that, you know, to keep her decent and not expose her to the public. Treated for dehydration, but of course you come to find out she's a drug addict. What? Yeah. Shocker. What? No. Come on, Doing man. odd things and making bad decisions when she's high on drugs. Yep. That's what her mother said. Lies Is there lessons. a picture of her anywhere? Her legs. No, right but you can see that she's pretty thin. They had her covered. She must have had no clothes at that point. Yeah, naked yeah, woman. She's totally naked. No clothes at all, which is another, like, what happened to him? You know what I'm saying? Angel dust made me do it. <laughs> I guess you went in there swimming, but damn. Well, here's a door. Oh, here's another door. Fuck it. All that reminds me of is, like, the movie Chronicles to Narnia. What'd she do? Walk down a hall or down a storm drain and then found a little opening and completely disappeared. Just poof, gone. I know. <laughs> Is Florida the NFL of journalism? Why do you say that? You know, there's a lot of good the stuff stories that, that come out of there. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> You've ever tried to do that thing where you Google Florida man in your birthday? No. no. What's that? What? what? Like, yeah, your so you're birthday? supposed to like Google like August 20, you know, for your birthday, put your birthday in there and then put Florida man on this date, put your birthday. Okay. And Read the first article that comes up. Yeah, Florida man bit on tongue by rattlesnake he tried to kiss. <laughs> I've seen a few of these float around on Facebook. So here. mine is Florida man allegedly slaps a woman with a bowl of chili. <laughs> in, in Pensacola. That's such a Damn waste it. of chili. My first, my first one is a Florida man arrested for beating and throwing a chair at a child. Oh, oh that's terrible. I know. This is an awful game. <laughs> what? What the fuck? Of course you would get the fucking I know. Like, shoveled like really bad one. <laughs> I know. Some Everyone lost funny. And I tried to find another one, but the other one was a guy cut off his ears. And I'm like, what? The Florida man, drunk and naked, allegedly set house on fire. <laughs> Great. Nice fluffy piece. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> own house. Sets his own house on fire. Meanwhile, my Florida guys <laughs> out there throwing chairs at kids. Zoo uh, provides anti-venom for a man bitten by a pet green mamba snake. Uh, this yeah. is from the UPI. Uh, this is, this your is in North Carolina. Yeah, I see this. North Carolina. So this man came in Sunday reporting that he was bitten by his pet green mamba. Well, I can tell you two problems with that. I want to hear them. Uh, I've seen, first of all, I've don't seen have a pet green mamba. Huh? That's the first problem. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Your first one. Uh, you probably shouldn't have the world's one of the world's most poisonous snakes as a pet. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. I know nothing about mambas. I just rule. know that Kobe Bryant was the black mamba. <laughs> wow. This no, snake. mambas are like the second most deadliest snake, and they're super smart and aggressive as well. And 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 he survived, Corey. Yes, he actually walked into the hospital. That's crazy. How long wow. does it take before you die? Um, I think it depends on where you're bitten. 
See, Where was he bitten? Like, I know if you get bit, like, in the face or in the neck, it's, like, way quicker because Mamba's venom is a neurotoxin. He then took that the paralyzes out. you and pretty yeah. much makes you suffocate. Like, it makes you stop breathing. Damn. Why wouldn't you have anti-venom at home with you? This is true, but maybe it's, like, really expensive. Like, they had to get a cooler pack of 10 anti-venom vials, like, flown helicopter to there, and he ended up using, they ended up using four vials on him. To keep him from dying, I was like, I bet those were expensive. Someone Google this how is, much an anti uh, vial of that costs. That'd be a good one. But it is legal in North Carolina to own this snake. It's anti venom or venom. Anti venom. I googled. Yeah, that's just awesome spelling on their part. <laughs> well done, UPI. I, so fuck. Who's this? Ben Hooper. <clears throat> ben a Hooper, bite from I'm a mamba you. can collapse a human within forty-five minutes or less without the appropriate anti venom treatment. Symptoms t- typically progress to respiratory failure, which leads to cardiovascular collapse and death, which yeah. typically occurs in 7 to 15 hours. You know where I learned all this awesome info? Um, Kill Bill. That was a great movie by Quentin Tarantino. Beatrix is, she's Black Mamba. But it's in Kill Bill 2, actually. When she kills Bud, she uses, she kills Bud with Mamba. I just uh, spoilers. Tweeted. Yeah, spoiler. I mean, if you haven't seen this freaking movie, you're living in a closet. But I think these are like 20 years old. I just tweeted Ben Hooper, questioned his <laughs> grammatical prowess. Who's Ben Hooper? The guy that wrote the article. I have your cost if you guys want to know. Yes. Yeah. So the average list price for Crowfab um, is three thousand one hundred ninety-eight dollars per vial, and they ship ten. Mm-hmm. Wow. Or you can get it from a Mexican version <laughs> of the anti-venom, which costs roughly $200. Hey, senor! Yes. You risk it? I milked it today. It, it wasn't quite green. It's like more of a like yellow tint. But if you oh. get it when it's young, it is okay. Yeah, neurotoxins. <laughs> uh, That's great. Good news. They had to go to the zoo, though. Yeah, I know, right? He must have had to live close to it. Did He, he dr- drove himself? Or do you get an Uber? Did he take the snake with him? I don't I doubt he took no. the snake with him. I think he probably got bit feeding it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yelled motherfucker, and now there's a green mambo <laughs> slipping around. <laughs> North Carolina could survive. It doesn't, I don't, you know, depending on where you live down there, it doesn't really snow or anything. Don't you have to, like, fucking just kill it at that point? It's crazy because it says here, too, the snake strikes so fast that most people who are bit do not realize it until the wound becomes swollen and red. No shit. Yeah. That's why I think it happened when he was feeding it. You know, like he saw it like nail his ass, you know. I'm getting buried in Maine, gentlemen. What's going on? Uh, Maine is legalized. Well, they're considering legalizing Viking funerals. We're talking like, like a, you're on a funeral pyre. Yeah. Yeah. Like a 30 foot funeral pyre. Let's be oh, huge like ass bonfire. Yeah, well, man. So that the, would actually be kind of cool. Right. So Norse paganism is actually picking up big time right now. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I somehow got stuck on uh, Viking TikTok. Yeah, yep, there is, there. and there is some like I I wouldn't fuck with these guys. I uh, it, the main says that you have to have at least twenty acres if you're going to do it. But there's like oh, a, so you can do this on your mm, own land even. Yeah, if you have at least what, twenty acres. What if you own 20 acres and you just rented it out to people that wanted a funeral? So there is a company that owns 60 acres. Look at this. And you could rent it out for a good old bonfire. Can you imagine if Maine like legalizes weed too? I mean, you could have a hell of a party. Because <laughs> it's private property, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. And uh, oh. and and the uh, the green footprint, vir- it's environmental friendly. <laughs> I love, there's it? a whole yeah. There's I mean, a whole if section. You're building on a thirty it. foot pie. I wouldn't call that environmental. <laughs> well, you know, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> Corey's freaking. Uh, Jamal's freaking. Um, Will says it's got to be a forty foot wicker man <laughs> 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 with his hands held out like he's accepting the baby. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Pollock. fucking Christ! God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, as you know. Fire crotch for one last time. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, uh, I guess there's some people that are against it, which I don't know who would be for against it. What? I know. It's probably on the religious level. What? What does it matter? Yeah, but people get cremated there all the time. People are just pissed. Check this out. Jesus promised to get rid of criminals. Odin promised to get rid of ice giants. How many giants do you see walking around this earth? <laughs> Odin wins. Wow. I thought you were going to read something from the article, like something insightful. I know. I, was... I didn't realize you were going to put personal no, opinion out there. No, I I saw this on TikTok the other day, and I really wanted to share it with someone. So this was just you need a help. perfect opportunity. Get off of TikTok. You need help. No, I do. No. If, if I wouldn't have met Jess... I'm pretty sure I'd be like a Viking now or some other weird conspiracy thing. Have you fell into the like TikTok black hole? I've done it on multiple occasions where you're just like, I'm going to get on here for a minute. And next thing you know, it's been an hour and a half and you've liked 50, 60 different TikToks. Yeah, I did the other day. Woke up at two, had to take a big shit. Accidentally went on TikTok. Oh, it was five o'clock by the time I went back to bed. Puts a whole new definition to ring a fire. All right, so <laughs> listen to this. It's a thing for and against. Not everyone is thrilled about the concept, though, of open-air cremation. When Missouri legislators tried to approve open-air cremation in 2019, Governor Michael Parson vetoed the decision. The burial of loved ones or the disposal of the remains is deeply personal and should be treated with the utmost care and respect, he wrote in his veto letter. What if the person requested a dick lick? I know. Like, what's it? Why do you get to decide? I hate this part. Maverick. What's what's his Twitter? Get on that. Let's Who's bombard Twitter? him. All thirty, all thirty listeners. The mayor. Yes. No. Who, governor. I, governor. Oh, the governor. Loser. Yeah, we're going after. Yeah, let's go after Michael P- Parson. What a, yeah, he would he would veto that. I think I'm just going to start telling people on TikTok to go petition this guy. I I think that's a great idea. I'm not comfortable with allowing these ceremonies <laughs> to be conducted. <laughs> that's stupid. My wife's probably related to him. His last name's Parsons. <laughs> I knew Parsons growing up. Yeah. It's did funny. Yep, I did. You probably know some of my wife's uh, relatives. Believe this or not, like, am I one of, at my job, this new guy starts, you know, get to know him, be from, well, I'll friend him on Facebook, whatever, get to know him pretty well. Like a year later. He's a serial killer. No. Oh. A year later, I'm, my wife's telling her aunt, or she goes, why the hell is Matt? telling my aunt happy birthday i'm like well i don't know so then she asked him he's like uh because she's my aunt and godmother she's like no i'll come to find out they're not blood related but they were freaking what do you call that second cousins twice removed his his aunt was also my wife's aunt because yeah it was yep. my dad's brother and it was his mom's sister welcome to iowa and we both had it was funny because we <laughs> talked about like the the little they would always she she would make little blankets for all the all the all the babies that are born in the family, and so my kids all have a blanket made by her, 
And Matt had a blanket made by his aunt, too. A little whoopee. A long story about, you know, nothing, I guess. <laughs> I like it because it just, you know. Small world. Yeah, it's it's, it's Iowa, world. man. It's just like you can, uh, I can't tell you how many Iowans I run into uh, out here. Colorado Springs and they all there's are, a uh, lot of Iowans out here yeah man they all uh, come out here to work and then they go back and retire in Iowa they get tired of flatlands they need to see the mountains see the mountains go out and get some experience in life gentlemen yes we are doing a story on Elisa Lamb boom 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 now do you guys um do you guys know anything about this not I, I, I've I saw seen Cecil it, Hotel like, haunty haunty movies or like shows talk about it you know like what's up with this girl like 10 you know top 10 weird videos stuff like that i've seen it before okay that's all you know about her i don't know like hardly anything uh what what'd you say maverick i saw cecil hotel or Mm. kind of i watched parts of it Hmm. is it a show Uh, or it's a documentary like movie is a movie or show or something now in my defense I yeah, they came out with it a month ago. Now I've been doing research on this since December, and I didn't know Netflix was doing it. So um, this is going to be a lot better than Netflix. I don't recommend Ooh. watching it while you're eating. Yeah, like Man, at all. That's very true. Um, but I heard a conspiracy theory about that show. You see, the Cecil Hotel. Well, we'll get into it. But they're they're rebranding. They've been closed for four years, and they're opening on the twenty first. And there's uh, are on uh, this twenty twenty one. There's a belief that they paid Netflix to do this so that they could like completely rebrand it. Because at the end, Netflix says, "Uh, Elisa Lamb was probably just murdered." Now I don't know. I'm gonna just present the facts off the off the bat, and then we're gonna go down a couple of little wormholes that we could explore. But at first, we we need to get to know. Who Elisa Lamb was. All right. So, uh, Are you sure it's Lamb? Lamb. Is it Lamb? Yeah, that's with an L for sure. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. It, what else would I'm it be? Confused. Is it Elisa Lamb or Elisa Lamb? I think it's Elisa. Elisa. Elisa Lamb. Elisa. What's her, Elisa Elisa what's her actual, like, um, What what's her nationality? Okay. So she's from Canada. She's Canadian. Her parents, right, her. Her parents are from Hong Kong. Right, she's Chinese, but her her real name yeah. is Ho Li or something like that. I can't remember something like that. Yeah, it was, yeah. it's on the uh, Wikipedia. Yeah, I on got, the wiki. New opinion, it's Lankier. I can't read Chinese. Cantonese. Cantonese. Lam Ho Yi. That's you said that really well. Thank you, thank you. I probably slaughtered it. You impressed <laughs> me. It's definitely Yi. Lam Ho Yi. Then that's what we're going to refer her to as. Uh. As Elisa Lamb. Yep. That's exact. Yep. yep. That's Lamb Okay. Now, here's the thing. Uh, from Canada, uh, born April 30th, 1991. Now, she's going to school in British Columbia. She has a sister she's very close with. She's very close with the fam- her family, you know, which is, you know, according to that culture, you know, you, well, you know, you're just very close, especially first generation in Western culture or, yeah, civilization. It was part of her daily routine, they said, to call either her mom or her dad every night. Had her own little blog on the internet, and she had started uh, saying she was going through some mental issues, and she was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, 
and they put her on uh, some meds and uh, she documents this all on her blog, you know, very open about it. Well, her parents knew, but they didn't, you know, it was sort of like almost a sort of a shame thing that you didn't discuss. Hmm. She's going to college in British Columbia and she's not doing well and she has to drop a bunch of classes and she doesn't think she's going to pass. According to her parents, she decided to go on a vacation along the West coast of the United States, sort of clear her head, get a different perspective on the world. And as she's traveling down the West coast every night, when she stops at a hotel, she calls her, you know, she calls her parents, tells her about the day and all that stuff. Just normal tradition, daily routine until January 31st. When she stops at a hotel called the Cecil Hotel. Now, have you guys heard about the Cecil Hotel? I have watched the Netflix documentary. Right. I've heard of it, yes. It's like a shithole. Yes. Yeah, it looks right next to what you call Skid Row. Which I didn't realize there was 10,000 homeless people on Skid Row in L.A. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, L.A. is bad. Yeah, and if you've ever been there, it's it's crazy because you can go from like the beautiful business areas of downtown L.A. where the sidewalks are well kept, the buildings are beautiful, and you literally go two lights down, and you're in Skid Row where there's human fecal matter everywhere. Yeah. It's it, it's bad. It's just bad. Tent city, uh, homeless people walking all around. Every it, it's it's terrible. It's they, terrible to see it. They said now this is 2013 when this when she checks in right uh, uh, January, yeah. and they said during that time there was a tuberculosis outbreak in Skid Row. Yeah, that just shows you what that kind of wealth was down there. I'm sure that's not the only thing breaking out in Skid Row. <laughs> the hotel is right next to it. The the Cecil Hotel is right next to it. Now, this hotel has got a little history behind it. There is believed to be over 80 deaths and suicides associated with the Cecil Hotel since its opening in the uh, in the early 1900s, how many? Over 80. <laughs> now, according according to the Wikipedia site of the Cecil Hotel, it's only 18. First of all, there was uh, it was sort of like a lot of people said it was like the housing area where like these serial killers would come in and out, which is true. Like there was a there was a couple uh, really big serial killers. Uh, w- one was a uh, call. Was he? Was he? Uh, Jack Unterweger. Yep, Jack Unterweger, which he was known for uh, strangling prostitutes with their own lingerie in three wow. different countries. Uh, committing kind of like Jack the Ripperish stuff right there. Yeah, yeah. And over, I think they said, or they said, eleven murders, and at least three in L.A. And he was operating out of the Cecil Hotel. There was also the Night Stalker. Which was, uh, I forget, uh, Richard Ramirez. Richard right. Ramirez. Well, that's what the documentary is about, isn't it? Richard Ramirez? So. The Black Dahlia. Now, this is an interesting one. This is like one of the first major ones. Uh, have you guys ever heard of that one? I have, actually. Yeah, We didn't I have. talk about it here, did we? I don't no. think so. Uh-uh. I heard of it. Ooh. I have heard of it, though. There's a that's movie a, about a, it, un- I believe. Yeah, I think so. But it's, well, they, it's, uh, a lot of movies. Yeah, they made a lot of movies, actually, about it. Blue Dahlia, yeah, they titled it. 
Uh, she was yeah, found yeah. last seen at the Cecil Hotel, uh, and then a couple days later found with her uh, body cut in half, completely cut in half, and then her uh, mouth was cut from jawline to jawline. I forget what what Galapagos smile or something like yeah. that they call it. Mm-hmm. One of the most grotesque, you know, early murders in L.A. history. Yeah, uh, it was and, unsolved. And she was known for like, uh, you know, hanging out at bars to get to know producers to try to get into movie films because she wanted to be a movie star. So, you know, it appears like some producer, but she was seen leaving the Cecil Hotel. And there's uh, there's a uh, there's a lot of different suicides that take place there. Uh, one was a suicide where a, uh, a guy jumped out and then hit a uh, walker by. As he was walking past uh, the Cecil yeah, Hotel. Yeah, killed that guy too. Killed, yeah, and killed, both died instantly. <sighs> Damn. One was a woman didn't know she was pregnant, uh, gave birth to a baby and tossed it out the window. Oh, damn. What? what? We should do an episode on that. No. <laughs> I have so many questions. Well, we'll, pretty, we'll talk about them a, now. Ask them. Pretty, I'm just saying, how, how she do it? Uh, she opened the window and she threw the baby out with the water. Yeah. How'd she know she wasn't pregnant? <laughs> That's happened. That's happened where some people don't know they're pregnant. This is true. There are cases of yeah. that are like people go to the ER complaining of stomach pain and the doctor's like, oh, ma'am, you're in labor. God. Oh. I would imagine most of these women weigh 300 pounds. But wow. that's what I was getting at. Wow. Really? I was oblivious right. to it. Find me one case where the woman isn't huge. No, you're right, Devin, because I had a buddy that I work with <laughs> that was seeing a girl in Connecticut and everything was fine. They didn't know. They didn't know anything. And then all of a sudden, one day she hits him with a text saying, I just want to let you know I'm like six months pregnant. And he's like, what? I've been with you for four months and you didn't know you were pregnant at all? Like, there, there was no hint or anything? She's like, well, I was sick for the past month every yeah, morning. that's a lie. <laughs> like, that's a lie. She's right there. pregnant. He'd been with she her for four months. Pregnant. and be like, I'm out. She's I'm trying out. to seal that deal up. Yeah, it, it, that, that relationship ended real quick. <laughs> uh, there was the murder of Pigeon Goldie, a sweet old woman whom all the people at the Cecil Hotel loved. And uh, she was known for going on top of the roof and feeding the pigeons and being very protective of them. Until she was found one night stabbed in a hotel room with her head bashed in. Sounds like a horror movie. She was raped too, wasn't she? And that one's unsolved. Also unsolved. Lots and lots of these. Lots of these unsolved. And then you had, you know, these these serial killers were not too long ago. It was in the uh, mid-80s. And uh, the Jack one was uh, 89 through 91. Uh, what was his name? The 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 lingerie guy, Jack Utentaker. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, Utenwager. Do we still have serial killers nowadays, or do they just not care anymore? I think they call them. Uh, uh, was it uh, mentally unstable? Mm-hmm. You know what? That's curious. Or they're just. I don't know. When's the last time we had a serial killer? Well, I know we just had one that they're working on in Colorado. Oh, really? Hmm. Oh, the uh, well, the one in Pueblo. 
Yeah. I hate when people say Pueblo. <laughs> it's so yeah. fucking stupid. We've actually we've had this conversation before, me and uh, Jamal. <laughs> like, what do you call a Pueblo? Like, just like nobody in this world says it like that. How, 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 do you, how are you supposed to say it? Pueblo. Pueblo? Say, no, Pueblo. It's Pueblo. Pueblo. I say Pueb. What do I, I say? say yeah. Pueb. That's what I say. Pueb. Pueblo. Pueblo. No, you... No. Pueblo. Pueblo. You call it Pueblo. Pueblo. So according... <laughs> According to the United States, anyways, according to the United States database in 1987, there was 198 separate serial killers active in the United States compared to only 43 in 2015 and two in 2019. According to the database run by Radford University and the Florida Gulf Coast University. Hey, we're doing good. This is so much better and they just catch them before it becomes like a. Before they stack the bodies up, they're catching them on the first or second one. Right. I think so. Like, think about how much uh, technology and everything has advanced. I mean, you're not getting yeah, yeah. five and six kills before you get caught anymore. Yeah, especially with like cell phone tracking and mm-hmm. all credit that. card tracking, which you're they say they don't do. But oh, they do. You know, what's interesting is when people hang out with me, they'll start seeing ads for crypto. They'll start seeing ads for NFTs popping up on their stuff. It's kind of funny. Ooh, this so, it's creepy, but funny. A lot of these murders happen between the 60s and 80s. Yeah. Interesting little side If note you want to hear a good podcast aside from this one, there's no. one called hey, Serial Killers. We don't promote other shows without getting... You know, monetizing it. <laughs> well, no, maybe no, you guys should confident. partner with them because Absolutely they not. just do yes. nothing but serial killers. We are a just better product, Wes. They're gonna run no. out of they're gonna run out of killers from what I'm hearing. Yeah. They only got two for twenty nineteen or whatever it is. Hey, right. there's only five that are alive today. Bully. So yep. Who sorry, Wes, I didn't mean to ran your parade. <laughs> no, it's it's okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. I was trying to you know, those just that those phantom fact pride coming are, through. I like it. Podcasts are kind of riveting to listen to, and you know, well, it's just my favorite. Top. I just I gotta say something about this one. This one's great because there's a girl named oh, I forgot her name, Vanessa. And when they introduce her, they're like, "Oh, Vanessa is going to talk about the psychological aspect," and she's all like, "I'm not a doctor." But I've done a lot of research. <laughs> we we can we can uh we can understand that point. Uh, here's the thing. I heard a conspiracy theory about this net. Yeah, I told you about it. That it's really just uh, a way to say, oh, it's all it was all just an accident, and there's nothing creepy about the Cecil Hotel, and you can stay here for the cheap price of forty five dollars a night. <laughs> they don't charge by the hour yet. <laughs> well, oh, okay. that's where you're going. Okay, we, we went off on tangent. We got to get back to Elisa Lamb and the facts, right? I forgot that that's what we were doing. That's what we were doing. <laughs> we had to discuss the Cecil Hotel, though, because yeah, it is a pivotal landmark. Yeah, you know, she's not just stopping in at just you know some safe little place. It's yeah, I mean, been better this place has a safe. history. And uh, and and plus, it's not. I mean, even even if you want to take the supernatural out of it, it's just not safe because you're next to a bunch of homeless people that'll stab you or yeah, you're on your Skid Row, like muggings, all kinds of crazy stuffs going down. Well, and you watch a lot of documentaries about people that would spend the night there, and it's like 
peeling paint and it's just run down. It was supposed to be a grandiose sort of hotel where Los Angeles, uh, they thought the downtown was going to be. So that's why it was built there. And then Los yeah, Angeles. The mark by a couple blocks. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> well, and then they yeah. assigned Skid Row there. And so it was just doomed from that point on. Here's a fun fact before we move on. Do you know why the Moto 6 and like Super 8 are called those? Why? Because back in the day, Motel 6, a room cost you six bucks. And Super 8, it's eight bucks for a room for the night. Really? Yeah. My dad was a kid. He said it was six dollars to stay at the Motel 6 and eight bucks to stay at the Super 8. That's where they got their names. Now it's the Super 109. <laughs> <laughs> what are they charging in Motel 6? I think it depends what town you're in, but. It don't matter, but that's just a little fun fact, you know. Yeah. Like keep the facts rolling on fan like facts. It. Like it, very nice. Uh, and also, big perk, not haunted. Yeah, the beds suck, and your TV's <laughs> probably going to be bolted to the dresser, <laughs> so you're not going to be able to turn it without turning the whole dresser. But it's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> cheap for a reason. Um, Is the remote on a piece of two by four? Yes. <laughs> 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 and don't mind your feet sticking to the carpet. It's not. Uh. <laughs> uh, you don't go. I, I go. Fuck it. I take my socks right off. The more germs, the better. Builds up your immune system. You bring bed bugs home with those. Mm. No, I can't get COVID. I've stayed in Super 8s and Motel 6s. I'm good. <laughs> Elisa Lamb. New meme. Elisa Lamb. Can we get back to Elisa? Yes, yes. Sorry. I got a lot of notes here to go through. So I think we all established CISA Hotel got issues. Now, I watched a bunch of YouTube documentaries about it. So, you know, I'm well versed in the knowledge of the CISA Hotel. (laughs) But uh, there was one guy I came across in particular, and he lived right across from it. And so he would do like um, he was his YouTube show was something else. But people kept asking him to do a thing on the CISA Hotel. And he, you know, everyone reports like these, he reported he saw a guy smoking a cigar out the fourth story window after the building had been closed for four years. No lights on. And uh, the guy made eye contact with him and followed him to the other side of his apartment. And then once he looked back, because he was sort of spooked, the guy disappeared. Now, it's, it's a great story. But... It sort of describes the eeriness behind it. And there's a reason for that, too. But we'll get back to that uh, later. Elisa Lamb. What was she doing? So uh, the last day, the last person that made contact with her was a bookstore down the road called Last Bookstore. And I have a link there to uh, the Last Bookstore in the show notes. Uh, Last Bookstore... Uh la.com I had it up here somewhere. Oh. It, it's creepy. Yeah, this yeah. So <laughs> so uh the last bookstore uh they they interviewed the lady and she said that when she saw Eliza Lamb that day on January 31st <clears throat> uh she was very chipper. She was uh buying books and some music and she was worried that she wasn't going to be able to carry it all. It might be too heavy for her. And she was sending it back to her family back in Canada. Not someone that seems like they're wanting to commit suicide, right? 
Yes. Yeah, I would say. But sometimes they give off that persona, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's Deflect. true, too. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's the last person that saw Lysa Lamb alive. Now, after that... Maybe it was the bookkeeper. was the bookkeeper. <laughs> well, we'll get to that in a minute. Because there's something uh, eerie about that. But anyway... Um, she doesn't call her parents January 31st. After a few days, her parents get worried. They contact the LAPD. After a week, they post a picture of her on social media. Uh, and then after two weeks, they post the last known footage of Elisa Lamb, which is in an elevator. Have you guys seen that? Yeah, it's it's terrifying. Monty, have you ever seen that video? The uh, one of her on in the elevator. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. I haven't watched it thoroughly. No, no, it's really creepy. It looks, it looks like she's like talking to someone, or she's like hiding. She's like in and out, in and out. And I'm, I'm when I watched it, I was like, pull it up on the uh, YouTube elevator Monty. door. Why, why isn't it closing? You know, she's just like that. It's really eerie. Because every time I come across that, it's like eleven o'clock at night or something when I'm looking at it, and that's the last thing I want to watch at that hour. Uh, right, it's like your, oh my god, uh, something's gonna come out. Mm-hmm. Jump there's scare no, or there's no jump scare. No, yeah, you uh, pull up your uh, YouTube and let's let's watch it real quick. Also, I want to ask, wasn't she staying with friends and then? Okay, so this is, she was acting yeah, weird. Like she wasn't staying with friends. friends. Uh, they assigned her roommates because some of the rooms had a couple of beds, and then they, you could split the room. But uh, her roommate oh, said, that "How she, weird and creepy, right?" That's how you can. This, so it's a hostile, host, hostile, yeah, hostile. Yep. And uh, they complained that she was acting erratic. And um, what? And then uh, because the after that complaint, the they moved like, her up a floor. Crazy. Yeah, that says a lot when you say someone's <laughs> erratic on hostel on Skid Row. Yeah. <laughs> what are is you, with this? Are you watching this video? Yeah, I'm watching this video. She so she walks into the elevator, pushes a button, it doesn't close, and then she like pokes her head out one time, two times, and then she hides in the corner. The elevator door is still open. Yep. She hits close. every button, including the door yeah, open, which keeps it open for like three minute minutes. Video, and then she's like in and out of the elevator. What yeah. is she looking Dives for? Dives in and out, and then she's like hiding in the corner. Yeah. Well, some say it could be like schizophrenia when. That someone's out there, but I don't think so. She. Why does that door never close? Because she, she hit the button. The, she pushed all the buttons, and when, like Wes was saying, when you push, when you push the uh, open door button, it stays open for a long time. If you close the hodo button, what is she doing? She's like waving her hands to the right, but she's outside of the elevator. She, has, she like jumps when she gets out there. It's like she's talking, like you said, schizophrenia. It's, it's like she's talking. She doesn't to have schizophrenia. She doesn't. No. She Not that something. they knew of. But yeah, it's weird. Oh, she was probably what? on like PCP or something. No, yeah, uh, she doesn't have the history of it. Toxicology like report some... come back, and she had uh, no no drugs in her system at all, and a very 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 small amount of. Alcohol, like point oh 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 two or something like that. The elevator doesn't close until like two minutes and fifty six seconds. So then she goes. Uh, we've we've established what happened. 
Oh, well, we're describing uh, it. Describing it. it First time. This is really reaction about stuff right now. Yeah. <laughs> Think about all our listeners watching it. First time. <laughs> right. Uh, but you should uh, be on more often. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you got to get that California dig on them. <laughs> the waving the hands part. What's up with that? I don't know. Yeah, I feel it's just weird, eerie to watch. Yes, it this is. is. The last time just, anybody's it's opening and closing by itself now, like there's some sort of air. What? It's like well, the crazy parts where they find her, which I think is weird. Well, we're, we're going to get to that. Yep, because after this, this is the last known footage. After this, yeah. she's gone for three weeks, and uh, and uh, after three weeks, hotel guests start complaining that their water pressure is low in their sinks and that the water tastes funky. <laughs> That's the worst part. Sort of a brownish some of the, color. Some of, the, some of the guests would say the water would come out black, but then it would clear up, but tasted and smelled weird. There was one guy on the Netflix documentary that just talked, like, I think he kept drinking the water. He said there was something off about it. <laughs> just kept pouring himself a cup. You know, something's Ugh. not right about this. Let me get another cup. Maybe it'll change. Nope, still tastes the same. Brushing your teeth with water. So anyway, uh, they call the maintenance guy, and he goes up there and um, uh, goes up to the roof. Now, in, in this uh, hotel, they have water tanks that sit on top of the hotel and supply the water. So he goes up to the very top of the hotel onto the roof, and these water tanks are about, I don't know how, you've seen the videos, uh, guys. They're like about, 10 feet? Yeah, about 10 they're, foot up there. They're large. Yeah, and yeah. there's four of them. Yeah. They have them so that they can just store water up top in it, and just from gravity feed, that's how they get all the water pressure. Yep. Without having to run booster pumps. And, uh, and so they get a ladder, and they climb up, because something's obviously clogging it. And when they <laughs> open the hatch up, there is Elisa Lamb's body. She is completely naked with her clothes off to the side, covered in a sandy particulate, which I kept popping up. And yeah, it kept coming up and up in my research. This 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 particulate stuff like her her clothes were covered in it. And. uh, That's it. That's the story of Elisa Lamb. How's that the story? Like they just found oh, her there. That's it. No. no, they don't know. They don't know. They don't know what happened. They uh, they had dogs sniffer trail that went to the fire escape, but then they lost the trail. Oh, so they're saying because I was watching one other thing and said there's only like a couple ways to get to the roof. You couldn't get it get to it from the inside. You could get to it from a fire escape on the outside. Yep. Two different ones, I believe. Here's the problem. Uh, a couple weird things about this story. That, uh, uh, how did she get up there? First of all, uh, not to the roof, but how did she get into the water tank? I think there's, it has a ladder ladders. on the side. There's a ladder on no, the side. No, the, the ladders yeah, are, there's a movable ladder. Yeah, it looks like it's four big tanks. They probably, compared to the guys, the firefighters standing next to them, they're probably eight foot, ten foot high, it looks mm-hmm. like those tanks, and probably six foot wide. Oh, my dog just licked me and scared the shit out of me. (laughs) 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 Fuck. (laughs) So, this is what happened. I'm about to solve it for everyone. She was running or trying to hide from an imaginary figure that was trying to get to her. 
She made her way to the rooftop after the elevator, went in a water tank to hide, could not get back out because was not strong enough to pull herself out, eventually got too tired to stay afloat, drowned, died. Because if you look at Wikipedia, investigators (laughs) and experts have, however, noted that concentration of her prescription drugs in her system indicated that she was under medicating or had stopped taking her medications recently. There's an so argument to that toxicology report, though, because her yeah. water had been steeped for three weeks. So, and it still shows on? it still shows the medication in her system even after that. Yeah, well, you can't okay. prove I'm wrong, so. Ooh. <laughs> I can. It's a toxicology report. Go to the show notes. <laughs> I do kind of agree with that. She got in the tank to hide. I, I I've, I've thought that personally. So you well. think that uh, you think that someone just took the ladder from? Because ladders aren't attached to those. It's a, Are you, I'm trying to find the picture of it. Well, if you get in those tanks, they're deep. I mean, you're no, not going to be able to. There, are, there are ladders. So there's a show called um, um, How to Get Away with Murder. In like the first episode, some girl gets found dead in the water tank, and it was nuts because we watched. We started watching the show right after Cecil Hotel, and there was ladders. Yeah, but I'm looking at these photos, and I don't there's, see there's any a, ladders that lead directly up. Yeah, there is these pictures. There's a fire escape right there in the front. So I googled the fire escape doesn't take you up to the water tank photo, and you'll see these tanks, but I don't see there. There's like a a little jump down ladder. There's there's a ladder that gets into the top of the the extra part of the rooftop, and then you can jump down from there. Okay, I yeah. I'm just saying. I think she crawled in the tank too on purpose. And when she got inside, the tank's too deep where she couldn't just touch. So she's trying to, she just drowned because she couldn't get out. water for too long and just got weak. Yeah, because like, yeah, there's definitely no ladders leading up to the tank. Clothes but, yeah. Her down. yeah. Well, that's why so, she took her clothes off because we talked about this in another episode, how much of a pain in the ass it is to tread water with clothes on. Something weird with the uh, the particulate found on her clothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you, now these are water, using water tanks, so like the inside your hot water. I mean, it gets a little film of stuff, but I don't know what kind of particulates it is. So it was yeah, sediment foreign in the bottom. To, it was foreign to the water tank, at least. Um, really? Uh, let's see here. Yeah, she definitely jumped down from up there. She had to jump down from that ledge right there onto the top of the tank, open the lid to the tank, which I'm surprised in California was not locked or secured in any matter at all. Now, they, they said that it uh, the fireman had a hard time opening the lid to the tank. So I, I don't know. Hmm. It would uh, it seem hard. Someone her stature, how her build to be able yeah, to do I'm not that. Saying, all I'm not own. saying she I mean, I, I could I could see both ways. I just think that's a weird place to start a body, but I guess yeah, they, they didn't find her for three weeks. So, what was there any sign of her trying to get out or scratching or anything? Nope. In a metal tank? No way. Was there any sign on her body of like forced trauma to her body? No, she had no uh, signs. There was, of they said there was pooling of blood in her uh, anal cavity. In mm-hmm. her yeah, in her anal cavity. So that was okay. the only type of sign. Really? There, there was no like blood force trauma to her torso or nope. head or anything nope. like pre-death? Nope. Just in wow. the tank. 
Well, I'm going to tell a creepy story. And the reason why it's creepy is just because it's kind of a dick thing to do and not something I normally would do. We caught a fucking mouse in a fucking five-gallon bucket. Right. At, at work. Was it a Yeti? <laughs> it was not a Yeti. I didn't. Yeti makes buckets? We we had this conversation. I know, but it wasn't recorded. <laughs> oh. See? Yes, oh, yeah. setting it up. Nice yeah. little ball. Uh, you know, yeah. F- uh, listen to the. Uh, to come in and tell their story about how great a Yeti bucket is. They are. They're great. I don't know if you ever have the available <laughs> funds to buy an $85 five gallon bucket from Yeti. Yeah, I um, stole mine from Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> that is Devin DeLapp, Devin DeLapp. Is <laughs> at Home Depot. Well, well, I, did I say steal? Uh, no, I bought them. Five bucks each or something. <laughs> five bucks. <laughs> They leave tape measures laying around all the time, too. <laughs> all right. Sorry. Go back to your creepy story. Yes. <laughs> An $85 bucket is the greatest bucket you've ever owned in your life. 110%. I would. It's the it, every dollar of that Wait, $85 you, you own a, is you, worth it for that bucket. No, you own a Yeti bucket. I do. And I the lid. God is, damn it. Is Yeti stamped into the side? Wow. Yeah, it's not stamped. It's molded. I that's what I meant. That's, that's what I meant when I meant it is molded. That's how you know it's the quality side, there. The lid, and it's it's beautiful. What's Does the point of the bucket? Shit fresh. Well, I bought the, the bucket to go dove hunting actually with, but you can fill it with ice and beer, and it'll keep your beers cold in uh, like ninety degree weather all day. All the cooler, bud. We are not <laughs> sponsored by Yeti, <laughs> but we could be. Uh, not I, for. I, <laughs> Not for $85 a bucket. They can go <laughs> fuck themselves. Back to my, my terrible story. Oh, yes. Sorry. Sorry. We caught a mouse. There's a mouse in the bucket. So instead of like, you know, walking back out to the field, letting the mouse go, my buddy's standing there with a garden hose. He just starts filling the bucket up. I'm like, what are you going to do? He's like, I'm going to drown this motherfucker. I'm like, really? I'm like, okay. So I'm just kind of standing there watching. And it gets to where the mouse can't touch anymore. And I was surprised how quick this mouse gave up on life. <laughs> it's he like, like tries to scamper around and he swims for like I don't know I don't even think it was a minute and then all of a sudden just bump drowns I see him suck in like three solid breaths of water and just gone just little bubbles rise to the top yeah dead Your as fuck friend phantom facts psychotic I'm just saying that's actually I felt terrible watching it and then I did you but I didn't pull the mouse out and give him CPR either I'm like well he's dead (laughs) (laughs) I was like fuck there's actually straight out of a Dexter episode yeah I felt like a dick and I wasn't the one holding or anything but I felt like an accomplice because I witnessed it you you know know? what you you know what they do back (laughs) home I didn't kick the bucket over like back home (laughs) what they do is they get a five gallon bucket they fill it up with water, well, about halfway I've with seen water. These videos. I've right. Seen and then you yeah. put the balloon in there. Who does? You put a balloon in there and then you fill the outside all with sort of like, you know, cat food or whatever. And then they come and then their claws pop the balloon and then they drop down into the bucket. Yeah, but I've seen I've seen other ones where it's not even a balloon. They just they go in there, but they can't get out. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, you know what? They spread the black but, plague, all right? Is, so they fucked us. Years ago, they fucked they, us. Whether they fucking, she climbed into the tank or was put in there, she eventually is going to not be able to. Yeah, after three weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's, yep. a, that's a long time. Yeah, especially so, in the heat. Maybe, well, maybe if someone left it open. A lot of ifs, man, mm. for a, a definitive there, answer. 
Just saying. Are there yeah. any good conspiracy theories? Like, I feel like this. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm sure. Show, yeah. No, I'm just show, show I was like, lying. Wow, we're <laughs> I was lying. That's not the end of the story. Uh, oh, okay. okay. I was like, damn, this is all right. more disappointing. First of all, black. I'm going to China over there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. Remember that? Uh, remember th- I had you all look at that website of the last bookstore? Yep. All right. So here's some creepy stuff uh, that are either coincidences or I don't know. Uh, the first one is if you go to that uh, bookstore website and you copy the URL, which is lastbookstorela.com. And then you do a domain search and, and there's two links right next to each other. There's lastbookstorela.com and then right next to it is the who is. You see that in the show notes? Oh, yeah. That's how you can find people. Find their domain information, right? Yeah. Okay. So here's a fun little exercise. So uh, you guys on the who is website? I was. Okay. I need go a second. Back. Go back to the who is. Okay. I got it. Okay, and now uh, I've already done the work for you, but if you go to a reverse domain search, this is what pops up for the last bookstore, LA.com. The last part, the last place Eliza Lamb was seen and talked to. Now, you can go and see where this domain name was uh, regist- registrant contact, under registrant contact. You see where it says postal code? Yep. All right, mm-hmm. it's V5G4S2. Yeah. All right, now go to Google Maps. V5G4S2. That's the zip code of the last bookstore, LA.com. Now put it in Google Maps and hit enter. V5G4S2. It's not just in Canada. I don't want to be that guy. Don't be that guy until I do this, and then you can be that guy. Um, if If you type that in, V5G4S2... Yeah. What it pops up is the Forest Lawn Memorial Park where Lisa Lamb is buried. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, that, that, that is weird. Well, no, it's just because that's in the center of British Columbia. The, the cemetery? Yeah, or uh, uh, up there. I don't know. Definitely not the middle. Be- yeah. That is. <laughs> Vancouver, man. It's almost in America. That is Forest Lawn Memorial Park where she's buried. Could You could argue it's the middle of Vancouver. Ish. I'm zooming out. But that is creepy. That is creepy. You're right. Yeah, but is it creepy? Funeral home. It's really close. Well, the PO box is three o blo- three blocks away. Now, explain this to me, Wes, because you're a tech guy. That this technical contact is not actually the bookstores. You can you can hide your information through your provider and it looks like she uses or they use Wix. So this is just where a random, a random spot, right? Yeah. Or not maybe wherever that this company is based out of that protects it. Cause you can go to phantomfacts.com. Is it going to post like, where I'm buried Wes? Because that's what this does. <laughs> <laughs> you will be buried in this is a fun game kids <laughs> ah Burlington Massachusetts 
Does that anyone else find it cre- like whoa? Anyone else find it creepy? <laughs> yeah, maybe, I know, no, right? that is pretty creepy. <laughs> yeah, it's creepy, right? I mean, I understand that it's just sort of scrambled or whatever. They, it's a middleman, but nonetheless, the postal code when you type it in, the red dot goes exactly over the funeral home where she was buried. That's that is that's pretty creepy. What? There's some. Uh, so what's the conspiracy theory? Well, no, I'm just going over weird facts about this right now because, oh. like, I feel like it's not just like the murders weird and the elevator footage weird. There's a lot of weird attached to Elisa Lamb. The fact that the last person that sees her alive is this bookstore, and they're uh, registered in the postal code where she, exactly over the area where she's buried. The PO box. If you type in the P.O. box, it's three blocks away from the funeral home in British Columbia. Uh, you've got all the murders that have taken place in Cecil Hotel. The recording of hauntings that have taken place since the 1920s. And then on top of this, uh, you've got, uh, there's a, let's see, there's this link here of uh, a couple of different theories. that, And these are just, like I said, these are just, just some theories, but they're, Odd coincidences. For example, remember I said about the tuberculosis outbreak on Skid Mm -hmm. Row that uh, started uh, uh, right after she was there? Well, in order to test for TB, and I confirmed this with Dr. Dave, uh, in order to uh, test for TB, they use a uh, certain, it's an enzyme-linked immune-sorbent assay, also known as LAM. Elisa, for short. No way. Who is this woman? What? And they were testing this. Uh, um, you're going to like this, Devin. Uh, they were testing a new version of this in 2013 on Skid Row, funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Uh, I knew Bill Gates did it. Because <laughs> guess what else is close to where she died? What? Microsoft. Oh, what? Microsoft about three hours away from where she or from where she's buried. Mm-hmm. I'm getting married only 54 minutes away from there. Oh, wow. Way to where give it was out. I Way in 1990? Whatever. So what's the conspiracy? The the. There's a whole wormhole that she was a test subject. Sent there to, uh, in fact, spread it and and spread it, and that they picked it with her name, so that whenever you search for the drug test, all you're just going to be flooded with Elisa Lamb news articles and not anything about the the test that was done on the uh, I forget what uh, what it was called, but the for the Lamb Elisa, which is what? true. You can't you, you it takes forever to find anything on it. Whoa, where how did you find out about that's it? Because I do research here at Phantom Facts. <laughs> I wish you would have told me this before the podcast. Because this what? is a lot more interesting. I, I wanted crazy. I wanted your natural reaction. Uh yeah. Did all the people in the hotel end up getting her TB? I don't I don't know. Well, I don't know. Probably just the homeless people. I mean, they said it was water. rampant I'm just in saying. Skid Row. And t- tuberculosis, I mean, I think that's pretty it spreads pretty easy, doesn't it? Uh, was yeah, it rampant was, before she got there or after? It was a month after she uh, died. 
Or a month after, think- yeah, a month after she died, it broke out in like uh, February. Oh man, Bill Gates, you're an asshole. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 <laughs> Allegedly. I love Xbox. Don't take that from me. Don't take it from me. Yes. It's caused uh, by bacteria. It usually attacks the lungs. All right. So the Lamelisa, the zip code, those things are actual facts. Um So the bookstore was her handler. Well, I'm here's the thing. You guys remember our friend Jolly West? Mm-hmm. Oh, guess where he was the director of psychology at from uh, the late 60s through the uh, through 89 University of British Columbia, University of California, Los Angeles. Oh, my God. What? Bum, bum, bum. And where does Jolly West like to test on people? Wow. Why we got to bring it? Jolly West saying, is in L.A. now fucking people up. Mm-hmm. He, he, he was West. the director of this psychology from 69 to 89. Well, you know, there's at UCLA. A, lot of, a lot of skid row and, you know, a lot of skid row and homeless people have mental issues. Well, and I'm sure if you wanted to go somewhere and pluck people off that had no one to defend them, L.A. is the perfect place to do it at. You know, all these aspiring actresses and stuff. I mean, you look at here's the thing. You look at the Ramirez Serial killer, Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker. I mean, those things seem like they fit into the profile of a Jolly West person. I mean, like close, close, brutal murders, tire irons he used on people's. He stomped an elderly woman's head in. No remorse. Um, and then uh, on the day they uh, said life in prison, he hung himself. Check this out, bud. What? I googled how long does it take for symptoms to take for TB to show. Most yep. people infected with the germ cause TB never develop TB disease. If TB disease does develop, it can it can take uh, become positive within four to ten weeks after exposure. <laughs> One month. Wow. And this but was I, only like eight years ago. That's that's what the yeah. trippy part is. But I looked up the like I this. looked up the test, and it shows the test will show whether you're positive or negative within two to three days. You're supposed to go back to your healthcare provider. Yeah, so but if they didn't know what to test for it, the symptoms don't show until four weeks. Well, if yeah, you I mean, needed like, who, a who big tuberculosis right away these days, Microsoft. That's true. <laughs> oh, Have you ever been to the TB huts at UCCS here in the Springs? No, I try to stay away from TB. Yeah, I'd rather not. So, University of Colorado, Colorado and Colorado Springs used to be a tuberculosis hospital. I heard about that. Yeah, and if you go behind like the the old or the main main hall, there's these huts that they used to put people in. They're boarded up, but it's there's a couple that are open. It's pretty creepy. The <laughs> you know, uh, yes. When you ask those questions, it gives you other questions people have asked. And one one of them is, uh, can I marry a girl with TB? (laughs) Can you? Well, I'm sure it's yes. Well, what's the answer? I'm actually. Well, there's no law that says you're a friend. Sorry, Elizabeth. I'm out. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. What does it say? For example, if due to TB, a woman's marriage to her cousin does not go ahead. What the fuck? What? What? (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, Why does their cousin have anything to do with it? Can I marry a girl with TB? It asks. And it says, for example, if due to TB and its lengthy treatment, a woman's marriage to her cousin does not go ahead and then is not her last opportunity to marry if she has many other as yet unmarried cousins to marry once she is in good health again. What the fuck is that? That's from loan.org. <laughs> wow. That's got to be like the oldest article ever. No, this is November 30th, 2018. Oh, oh. damn. Um, uh, I mean, there's a couple other theories out there. Have you ever heard of the Korean elevator game? No. Mm-mm. Okay. So you know how she presses all the buttons? Yeah. On the elevator? Well, not all of them. Uh, it's believed that she pressed... Let me uh, hold up. There has been uh, internet internet uh, sluice out there. That uh, So this game started out uh, before her death called the Korean Elevator Game. And what uh, there's rules for it, right? So first of all, you got to find a building at least 10 stories high with an elevator. Uh, and then uh, only you can enter into the elevator by yourself. Do not continue this. If anyone else steps into the elevator with you. Now, once you get into the elevator, you press the fourth floor. When the elevator reaches the fourth floor, you do not get out. You remain on the elevator and press the button to the second floor. And then to the sixth. And then to the second. And then to the tenth. Now, when you get to the tenth floor, you remain in the elevator and go to back to the fifth floor, and a young woman will enter into the elevator. Do not look at her. Do not speak to her. She is not what she seems. And then you press the button for the first floor, and the elevator will go all the way up to the tenth floor, and you will enter into the other world. What? Now, if you make eye contact with the young woman or speak to her, she may decide to keep you for her own. So they there's there's a belief there that she was trying to reenact this and she uh talks to the little girl when she's out there waving her arms and then yeah that's Oh it. shit, I could see that. How I, Okay, I can get behind that one. No, 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 no. The one you have to get behind and I can't believe you haven't brought it don't, up. Don't don't no, I'm getting to it. I'm getting to okay. it. Okay. I'm I getting won't to say it. A word. Cause this just blew my fucking yep, mind. I'm getting to it. Um, so anyway, there's that. There's that theory. Here's my favorite theory. <laughs> the giggle. Uh, did you know? Every time. Did you know that the CISA Hotel has a twin? Does it now? It no, does. Did you know that, Devin? The CISA Hotel. No, I did not. The CISA Hotel has a twin. That was built in London in the early 1800s. Really? Yeah. Uh, it turns out that the owner, the the Cecil family, uh, they were a high-ranking hierarchy in the British Empire and a lot of money. Uh, and uh, they built this hotel. And uh, it just so happens that they initiated Aleister Crowley into the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn inside the Cecil Hotel in London. Wow. Oh. I like it when we tie into older episodes. <laughs> <laughs> now it makes sense why you brought her up during the Crowley episode. Well, yes. This is the wormhole it went down, right? Because I think this is this is just great. 
<laughs> because Aleister Crowley uh, stayed there, and I think it was uh, 1889, or no, 18, during his Cambridge years, when he was first introduced into the Hermetic Order. And he wrote, uh, you know, he was a poem, poet, right? And he, yes. he wrote. He wrote pornographic po- uh, poetry. Sometimes, yeah. It's called art. <laughs> <laughs> Wes is in the corner reading some Alistair. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote a poem inside the uh, Cecil Hotel called Jephtha. Now, Jephtha is an actual uh, uh, story in biblical times about a general. Early in Israel, when it was just becoming a nation, they had judges that ruled over the land, people they, uh, people they made, you know, in power that were like, you know, just smart warriors and shit. And, uh, one of the guys' name was Jephthah. And he, uh, led the Israel army and defeated 42,000 Ammonites. And, uh, he, he praised God for his victory and he said that, uh, before going into battle, that if he won, he would sacrifice whoever came out to meet him first on his return to uh, to to the uh, high god. And uh, after defeating the nation, as he comes back, the first person to come out to greet him is none other than Jephthah's daughter. And guess who the main god of the Ammonites was? I'm going to go on a limb. Moloch. Moloch. Oh, the bull, the bastard bull. <laughs> so he sacrifices her to Molech. And Alistair Crowley writes a poem about this sacrifice while at the Cecil Hotel. Documented. This is, I mean, this isn't like, you know, hearsay or anything. It was an actual poem he wrote. And then uh, years later, when he tries to make contact uh, with, uh, with the, uh, uh, main demon, uh, a messenger comes to him by the name of Lamb. L-A-M. What? What? The what? Hell, man? No. You're officially creeping me out. This is, <laughs> this is nuts. Oh, it gets better. Uh, Jephthah's daughter, her name, her name is Sila. Celia. 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 Which, uh, if rearranged, could be made into Elisa. (laughs) Okay. This is nuts. Like, wow. Maybe Bill Gates is an asshole after all. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe Bill Gates is part of it. Allegedly. Have you ever seen that video where he gets a fucking pie in the face? (laughs) Does he short circuit? Oh, Oh, that guy clocks him. No, it's awesome. Uh, so there's a little twist for you. That's nuts. Oh, now man. here's here's my issue. The Cecil Hotel in London, they built a Masonic lodge where they would held these uh, uh, rituals inside the hotel, and then later on, twenty years later, they decide they're going to build out in L.A. The same people. You don't think that the same people that introduced Crowley into the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn and got him all off on this sex magic tangent wouldn't carry that over to their new place in L.A.? I would think they would consider it sort of like a opening up a, a second franchise. Well, what if that was the portal? I would definitely say opening up 
I was going to say opening up another franchise, like you said, in America. Exactly. What if that was their portal, though, from the London to America? Was this like Doctor Strange shit? I mean, I mean, there was talk of that. I didn't want to bring it up. But yeah, there was talk of that. There's talk of it being like a portal access. I don't know about that. I just think that the fact there's here's the facts. The CISA Hotel had a twin twin sister in London where Alison Crowley. That was resided way before it was. Yeah. Yeah. That re- resided in it and was uh, introduced and, and, and initiated into the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn while there at the CISA Hotel and proceeded to write a poem about uh, a uh, uh, account where there was a sacrifice of a, a daughter uh, to the god Moloch. Wow. And then you have the Black Dahlia incident. I mean, you you, you have the Lisa Lamb. And I mean, like the Lisa Lamb, and then he, like, the per, you know, sick, was it, uh, we're talking 40 years before that, he's visited by a lamb. Jephthah's daughter is an, you know, what do they call that when it's all scrambled up? The words, if you unscramble them. Oh, bananagram. No, <laughs> it's a brain teaser. What they call those? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's an actual word for it. Though. I can't remember what it's called. Anagram. Gram. Anagram. Right? Is that what it is? Anagram. Yeah, we literally just read that. Oh yeah, sorry. Celia was. <laughs> <laughs> I've been holding this it. in that all day. Seem brainy. I've been holding it in all day. I couldn't wait to get to this because I've been there was a tweet by Tila Tequila who won't respond to my calls, which I can't believe that. Um, <laughs> Tila, come on. Yeah, come on, Tila. You know about this. You know about it. Uh, and she linked uh, this uh, Elisa lamb murder to a spiritualistic killing under the sex magic. So that's that's you know was part of my, I was researching something else and I came across that, and so I started going down this wormhole. And then when I started doing research on YouTube, I realized YouTube came out with a video, <laughs> a fucking month ago, but they didn't talk about this, did they? Wow. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? What happened to Tila Tequila? Disappeared. Yeah, I, this is not the. Uh... The Bill Gates part in TB makes a lot of sense. And it's not uncommon for the government to do that. Um, they've, they, government's yeah, they've, never been hid, they've been busted. They've been busted. They've never it. hid test things from us. <laughs> Tuskegee. <laughs> that one was a bad one. But here's the yeah. thing. I mean, you could associate some of... Uh, associates of that organization uh, to other associates that practice Aleister Crowley's creed. Hollywood. In the heart of it. Right. Fuck you, Tom Hanks. Rewatch that video with that now in knowledge and tell me if you're not just a little bit more creeped out. What if she was going to expose them? What was her reasons for being in L.A. anyway? Wanted to clear her mind. 
bad grades. Yeah, she was going on vacation. But who goes from British Columbia to Skid Row? Well, she went and she went That's down I mean, the West like, Coast. It wasn't just straight to L.A. You know, she made stops in uh, Oregon and uh, other parts. But you know, I I can see that twenty one years old, probably not a lot of money. Uh, looking online, and you find Cecil Hotel for forty bucks, you know, a, a night, which is probably dirt cheap in the heart, pretty close to the heart of L.A. I mean, the internet was still pretty good back then. I mean, you could you could look up reviews. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, but I you're guess 21, if you didn't care. You know? Yeah, you're just looking for the cheapest thing out there. Yeah, maybe she was tired. <laughs> well, they st- Cecil Hotel still managed to have a two and a half stars. Wow. <laughs> 3.1 on Google. <laughs> <laughs> they force all their employees to. Because <laughs> no one survives to fucking come out and leave a shitty review. <laughs> she. Uh, Here's one review. Area around sink dirty. <laughs> the water tastes bad. <laughs> Still? When was that? Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, when was that I'm, review? I'm going to look at when that came from. Cause, so Cecil Hotel closed in 2017. I don't think it's called Cecil Hotel anymore. No, they've though. changed oh, it. Oh, no. It's like, yeah. They've, it's re- re- they've rebranded it. It's called Main State. Stay on Main Hotel. Yep. 3.1 reviews. Stay on Skid Row, allegedly. Yeah. Just kidding. Sure, it's a great place. Stay on Maine. Let's go to. So, would anybody stay there? Would any of you three stay there? No. No. Nope. I nope. stayed in the sketchy, like, Super 8 in uh, Billings, Montana, and even that was too bad for me. I don't know well, how I've sketchy never you can... in LA. I've always either see either Anaheim, which is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Orange County ish. That's actually not too shabby. Like, LA sketch. I've been there once I said holiday in, but work paid for it. So it's considered a landmark building, the Cecil Hotel or the is Stay it? On. Yep. Occupying like a landmark building. They can't... This vibrant hotel is <laughs> 0.9 miles away from the Muse- Museum of Contemporary Arts and one mile away from LA Live Entertainment Complex. <laughs> so maybe that's why she was there. You know, it's a center location in LA. Maybe she was into art and, uh, live entertainment in LA and that just was the best spot for it. Well, and she had also started a Tumblr account for fashion with her sister earlier that month. Now here's my thing. Like it's not suicide because you don't start something like that and then off yourself. But the creepy thing is, is that it still posts posts to this day. Mm Hmm. Wow. But that's just because of the settings. I wanted to make that creepier than it actually is. Just I'm trying to find reviews from when would that have been that she died? 2013. How many February, years? January seven, 23rd and February 1st. Eight years ago, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you're looking for a review from back then? Yeah, I'm I can look- I can find like you want to read a review ago. about how someone's bitching about the water? Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at a review from three months ago. Stood here back in twenty thirteen, didn't even know the history, and that it was a Cecil Hotel. Got some eerie vibes while staying there. Staff was great, seemed staff was great, room seemed to be nice with no problems. Didn't didn't know it was closed until now, but I didn't mind staying there. Really? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a nicer hotel. Damn. No, it's in a bad Four out of spot. five. A journalist who stayed there described it this way. The Cecil will reveal to you whatever it is you're a fugitive from. 
Ooh. Wow. That's and that's evil. trippy. And, and, and think about it. It's a historical landmark, so they can't tear it down, right? But maybe mm-hmm. they can't tear down the the twin sister of the Hermetic Order of the Gold. You know, maybe there's high-end officials that made it that way. I just so, wish I just wish there was more to her murder. I just find that it's so hard that the last thing we see of her is her in the elevator. That's why it's two, one of the top two mystery like videos. Yeah, I just man, it's it's crazy. Can we can we point out this guy named Ajay Shastri? Is a level seven local guide on Google reviews. <laughs> has three hundred and eighty eight reviews written. Over three hundred ninety three thousand people have seen his stuff, and he puts a year ago one of the nicest hotel in L.A. It was closed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, you could book it between twenty one and fifty three dollars a night. Yeah, you can do that all the way till the end, and then it airs out in the message. Out of all of the hotels in L.A., <laughs> this is one of the nicest. Yeah. <laughs> the bar is low. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, – I wish I was the person that received their landmark, like, application to be known oh, as a landmark. God. Like, um, what do you have to offer – We've had over 80 deaths. I misspoke on that, too. That was the interview with the former manager that ran the hotel. And she said between 2007 and 2017, there were over 80 deaths. So I misspoke. Not over the history of the hotel. Over her span of 10 years working at the CISA Hotel. (laughs) I landmark material right there. I googled images of the Cecil Hotel inside in these rooms. Just these rooms alone, I nope. I'd be checked out a hundred percent. I'd open the door and be out. Like this looks like some serial killer or schizophrenia. Schizophrenia. It, it looks like where people go to die. Are you calling a Jay Shastri a liar? <laughs> yep, hundred percent. Have you ever seen that video of like that ghost? <clears throat> Where there was screaming coming from a room and a security guy goes to like check it and you can see like a apparition freaking come out of the room and run down the hallway. No. You guys ever seen that video? No, and I don't want to. I was wondering if it was he's a hotel or not. I like, have guess seen we're video. complaining. Guess we're complaining of like screams coming from this room. And one of the maintenance guys is like, I'm gonna open it up. And they're like, Well, you should probably wait till the cops show up. And then like they're screaming like while the guy's standing there. And so he opens the door. And when he goes in, he said that chairs and some of the stuff have been thrown. But when he walks in, you see him go in, and then you see this weird apparition come out and like bolt down the hallway. Oh, it was like creepy yeah. as fuck. No, thank you. Fun. Nope. Nope. Yeah, I'm gonna have to find it. Just no, so you I don't. Can. Why not? So I, I can just, share it with you. I don't want to watch it. Post it on our Phantom Facts Facebook page. I will shut Ooh, this I website find down. It for sure. <laughs> Put that shit under construction. Just give yourself like five Hail Marys before you go to bed. You'll be fine. Anyway, that is the uh, story of Elisa Lamb in the Cecil Hotel. According to this, I can still book a room. Yeah, you, it does that until the very end when you go to check out. And then it mm. cancels Do you out. try to do that there, Jamal? No, I watched a bunch of YouTube videos where people, guy was like 
the guy that lived right across from it. He's like, I'm tired of people telling me they can do it. He's like, you, and he so he showed the whole process. He was like, see, when you go to Krakow, it doesn't get so you can't do it. I know because I live right next to the Seas Hotel. That's funny. <laughs> God, these rooms look so ugh. No one's creeped out by the uh, by the Aleister Crowley thing, huh? That's that's I think that's probably the that's weirdest weird. That's definitely a weird tie-in. I'm trying to make that uh, location of the domain registrar like not weird, but it's super weird too. Devin, you don't seem sold by it. Yeah. What the Aleister Crowley thing? It's because he's sitting there probably selling fucking racehorses. <laughs> Dude, uh, okay, I'm not going to lie. I did get an offer for $125,000. Yo, God damn it. $125,000 for a digital horse. For one it horse, for a yes. billionaire? Uh, I would have that shit two seconds. Stay on focus here. Well, I have him up to like 100000 Fucking make me edit what? all this shit out. That's not actual currency. That's Ethereum, right? No, it's 100000 in Ethereum. That what? you could sell. Or real currency. Yeah. It is currency. What are you waiting for? That's my wife's decision because she's part of the reason why I was able to buy it. Like that horse. I had to talk her into it, kind of. Back to to the show? Back to the fucking show? Can you make more money racing that horse or selling it? No, don't ask (laughs) any more questions. God damn it. We're not doing a Zed talk at the very end of the thing. Just, just cut all that out. I don't Jamal, want to fucking do all this know, extra work. I got to fucking do. Got to oh, listen yeah, to it. Figure where it ends. The first digital horse was sold by Aleister Crowley. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. You're welcome, Devin. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> anyway, Jeff, that's, the show, for, that's yeah. the show for tonight. That was a good show. It was a good show. I like, it's, I, I like how you started with like, oh, this is going to be a very boring topic <laughs> to holy shit. Yeah. It's it's creepy. No one. Uh, I thought. Uh, it's how it's all linked. That's what really bothers me. Well, it's not just one thing that you're just focusing on. It's the, uh, the zip code and the. That is the creepiest part. The whole zip code deal and all that. That threw me like that literally brain farted me. Which isn't hard to do to start with, but that <laughs> what the whole, I don't I don't understand that I don't understand Corey. the well the link between her name and the testing for and the because uh, I look I googled that too and I was like there's no way and it comes right up comes right up that's what I said I saw that and I was like you know before I say this I'm gonna do it myself because mm-hmm. that could be just totally no. Every time goes straight to the, and it could be center. Maybe it's just the center of British Columbia, but no, it's not. I, I've I've been trying to find a way to make that not a fun <laughs> fact, and I can't. <laughs> well, and then I mean, what are the odds though? You know, like because I, I understand it's a middle person, you know, our middleman system set up, but I mean, the odds that it goes straight to there. Anyway, right? Well, I still am Devin. Yeah, where where does the army general keep his armies? I have no idea. Up his sleeves. Hmm. No, I don't get that at all. Nope. No, no, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> his <laughs> armies up his sleeves. I get. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Jeez. Come on. 
<laughs> I've been waiting all day to share that one. <laughs> He's got it written down on his arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to make sure and tell Devin this. I got this. Still better delivery than Devin. <laughs> Man, yeah. that was really bad. I, I lumped the priest and Michael Jackson it was, together. It was awful. It was awful. <laughs> well, they might as well be the same. It was but. slaughtered. All right, guys. Have a good night, Phantoms. Good day. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good Good day. That's for sure. Bye. If you do fucking release some sort of fucking evil spirit into that hotel, you're not going to recapture it. Yeah. So, like, you believe, like, there could be hot spots for paranormal activity or, you know, Satanist, occultist. I believe in that. I believe that there's hot spots. Yeah. Yeah, well, and the fact that, like, the Jephthah daughter thing, which I know you guys aren't, like, huge into, like, the stories, but you have to establish the story of Jephthah to understand the significance. You know, she was probably around the same age as Eliza Lamb, you know, the the name, all that shit. And then the significance of, you know, if you look at it from Crowley, right, he he believes do as thou wilt. So it's, it's, Mm. right, so it's... uh. He, uh, Jephthah's daughter is actually something considered, um, almost because she was a willing participant in, in the sacrifice of herself. So she's on the same level as all the patriarchs because she was willing to, yeah. And so like, it's like almost a praise poem towards her. And according to the, to the, there's a whole ritual that you do, which I didn't get into, but that uh releases this uh this god named uh, lamb that alistair supposedly talked with hmm. so i have a hard time when we start talking about like that kind of stuff because i don't believe it at all right that's but, part of the reason why i fade out because i'm just like me there's like I, um, I just think it's drugs i you know it's hallucinogenics well the whole bipolar thing really i don't agree with because during that time, what? And like, that could just be bad publicity too. Like someone just trying to say, uh, you know, little fucking mockingbird action. What was I don't so know? You dismiss it. You yes, know it's it's used as a dismissive argument, like to dismiss right. the whole hand gestures and the popping in. Oh, she was having a psychotic breakdown, which it, it's possible she was having a psychotic breakdown. I'm not saying that, but just because you're, you know, she doesn't strike you as the person that has psychotic breakdown. I missed what part what um I don't know if I missed it or something but what medication was she on she was on just like the normal cocktail of yeah, I don't think we actually mood balancers we didn't talk about it but there's a list there okay. and I know all, yeah <laughs> but there's like one to help you sleep and then there's one to stabilize your mood and then there's so she was all tuned up basically no she was she didn't have stuff in her. That's the thing. No, she did. Well, she did yeah. a little bit, but she didn't have. She had a touch of alcohol in her, not enough to induce any type of poor du- judgment. But what was her like? Wh- what medication was she prescribed? All the medications she was prescribed were found in her system, but they were small amounts. Mm-hmm. But 
Uh, so that, but that's the argument that she didn't have enough of what she was supposed to be on. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if she right. was just so mentally unstable. But that's not how that's not how bipolar works, though, because you don't yeah, you don't it's, true. It, it it that type of medication works through the bloodstream, and so it takes a long time for it to filter out. So you can't just stop your medication and expect a person to go crazy within a week. It usually yeah, it takes right. a month or two. Yeah, because that medication takes a while to even take effect. Right. Like so if you're taking something to help with anxiety, you can take a pill at say eight o'clock at night, but it's not going to kick in for a week. You know. Well, like because- lithium, which they used to prescribe to certain like really bad bipolar people, that um, takes like fourteen days to actually fully mm-hmm. be implemented into your system. When was she? I'd be curious to know how. I, hmm. I'd be curious to know how far along she was on a cycle of that medication. That's what I would be, whatever she was prescribed, I'd be curious to see like how long she was taking it or was it something she was recently prescribed? At least for a year because she talked, she was very open about it in her blog as, Mm -hmm. as far as like um, dealing with it. But I think it was, there was a lot of malpractice back then too, as far as prescribing that or diagnosing someone with bipolar because there was a lot of new medicine coming out at that time that was True. specifically for that. And so, you know, the stress of failing college, you know, probably would lead to a depressive state. But you go to a doctor and they're like, oh, let me just throw you these meds because you're this in this category. Mm-hmm. You know, she was living on her own. She was running a side hustle on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. She doesn't seem like um, she was just completely would had mental breakdowns to that extent. It, it could be that she was running from someone too. I don't know. What throws me for loop two is that whole elevator scene. Yeah, it's really weird, right? That's that's really where it's like, what are you doing? What, what, what are you seeing? I wish a part of me wishes she was still alive to explain what she was seeing, who she or who she thought she was seeing, you know, what was she waving her hands at? Who is she looking at or looking for? You can feel the panic. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's what makes that, 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 that recording so creepy. Cause you can feel it on a human level is you can see the panic. She is spooked by something. Uh-huh. Correct. Hmm. Eliza lamb. <laughs> Hmm. All right, gentlemen. That's a good show. Oh. All righty. We're doing Roswell. Hmm. So I didn't get beat to the alien story after all. Oh, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw something about Roswell on TikTok, too. Was no. there a Dr. Davis? Yes, yes, there was. Oh, oh bring him back. Okay. All right. Are, back. Is Monty gone? Yeah, I'm here. No, I'm still here. All right. Dr. Ready. Dave, get your Google image search out. I didn't even look at this one, so I'm doing it with you. I thought about it too mid podcast. I was like, nope, I'm not going to bring it up. Obviously, there isn't a Dr. Dave, but we've brought up Dr. Dave at least three or four times in the last two hours. (laughs) We have. We have. I didn't think we were doing one because I said it and nothing happened. So I was like, all right. So so make it easy for Corey. Give him five seconds of silence starting (laughs) now. No, no, you don't have to. I've been recording the whole time. Um, Bet you can't find it. So you go <laughs> Google image search, gentlemen. 
And the word is everyone there? No, no. Yep. I'm here. Yep, yep. yep. Monty? Yep, I'm here. I'm here. Can you guys hear me? I'm still here. Yeah. It- Dr. Dave, Dr. Dave, image search of the week. Dr. Dave. I'm not a doctor. Arterial ulcer. A R T E R I A L U L C E R. Arterial ulcer. Dr. Dave, Dr. Dave. Image search of the week. Dr. Dave. I'm not a doctor. A R T E R I A L ulcer. Oh. How do you spell ul- Oh, there it is. You see oh, this is like that oh, last. Sh- sh- I haven't seen it yet. I haven't. Oh. Damn it. What the fuck is this? I just I don't want to play this game happen? anymore. No, why do we want to play this game? He said. Where's that guy's nails? They're gone. <laughs> Wait, he has a nail at the tip, and then oh, uh, you know what? They probably used black salva. Oh no! Oh no! Go I just saw the big toe. No. How many times you say that wrong? <sighs> say what? Black sav. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Look at these people's toenails. There's nothing. They're yellow. They look. It's like- all on their feet, though. Like, I wonder what what's it up with it being on. He's oh, doing a dude. Look at this one. They have necrosis. Oh, you can see bone. Oh, here's one that says day zero, day one, day two. Oh my god. Oh, I see a week. Oh, oh. yeah. Weekend. Oh, an, how do you get this? An arterial ulcer is an ulcer due to an inadequate blood supply to the affected areas. They tend <gasps> to leg. They tend to occur on the lower legs and feet, may be acute, recurrent, or chronic. Ulcers may have multiple contributing factors. It looks like he got bit by a uh, green mamba. (laughs) Just from, I guess, lack of blood flow. Oh, my God. Mm. Huge varicose veins. Mm. Oh, Thank you, Dr. Dave. That's a good one. Well right as I'm about to go. No, this happens to a lot of people, especially as you get older. So our Dr. Real, Dave real, real. he finds, like actually like comes across. You know, I it's it gotta up? be. It's gotta be, right? What do we gotta do to get him on the show? I Just, well, you know, uh he's actually gonna make an appearance here on uh our Patreon channel uh mm-hmm. to answer questions. So God, you can see this dude's bones in his feet. <clears throat> Yeah, I know that's oh. the human body is fucked up. <laughs> Dr. Dave. Everyone say thank you, Dr. Dave. Uh, tell Dave how much you love him. Gosh. Oh. I have to let him know next time I'm watching him. I feel like I need to forward him one of these pictures just so he knows we've looked at it. Oh, he's all seen it. He's all yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. <gasps> what if what he doesn't look person? at the stuff? Heavy drainage versus Hemiosidering staining? What? Make it stop. Irregular margins? Lipodermast. I can't even pronounce that. Dr. Dave, everybody. Oh, wow. Dr. Dave. Dr. Dave. (laughs) All right, there we go. Repeat, this is not a test. This is our advice to take the following steps. 
the curious mind. I don't know what that means. <laughs>